And now, talking some North Alabama high school football and sharing lukewarm takes from around the SEC, it's the potentially award-winning Three and Out pregame show with Joe, Zach, and John Davis. Welcome in to the Three and Out pregame show. Thank you all once again for joining us for another week. Uh, Gunnersville knocks off Douglas. Albertville gets their first win last week. ARAB continues to roll, so we're looking good throughout the county. Zach Ross, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Uh, another week, another week of football, right? Uh, football weather is finally here, uh, starting to cool off I think a little it's here bit. To stay too. Well, it, you, know, you never know with Alabama, do you? I mean, it, it, John it could, Davis. It could be 90 degrees to tomorrow. It's going to be 80ish all next week. Yeah, I mean, but eight, dude, I'll take 80 from from the from the August that we had. I'll it's, take 80. It's the fall nights. It's like yeah. it may be 80 during the day, but at least like at night, it's going to cool off to about you know 60s. We're, we're it's almost awesome. into fat boy weather. It is. And I'm so excited <laughs> about it. Yeah, it's quarter zip season for sure. That's I'm That's excited right. about that, that for sure. Right. So. But yeah, so last week, um, you know, Gunnersville goes on the road, knocks off Douglas. I think think they pretty well did what we all predicted them to do. It's a fifty six to six win. Um, did we take anything away from the game? I I mean we could we could pretty much have named our score sort of like the week before, I, I suppose. So. What was I I will say this. Did did uh did Cole and, and Brandon have a seance or something? I mean that was like that was insane how many times uh Cole and Fusel hooked up in what the first Three drives, three or four drives. First, first two. I think it was two out of four drives. Yeah. How many catches did Brandon have? Three out of three out of he, four drives. He only had he only had four, three or four catches, but he had three touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> 153 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, so it was a good night for the offense. And I, I, you know, we talked about it last week, and I know Douglas is is obviously coming along, but they're still got a ways to go. Um, any any time you have an opportunity to get on the field and get that many reps, meaningful reps, game reps, I, I always think it's a good thing, no matter who you're playing. Yeah, and I I, I want to say something too. You can kind of tell in the last decade the benefits that the Gunnersville football program has seen from our Pee Wee football league. Mm, no if doubt. you see if you see some of these like high school programs that are struggling a bit, I know Douglas probably has a Pee Wee football league, but yeah. it, it probably doesn't have the numbers that yeah. Gunnersville's does. And getting these kids out and playing at a young age uh, really helps, and really yeah. helps them develop their knowledge and their love for the game and, and, and all that. And I, I just wanted to mention that. It's just something I've kind of noticed. You see some of the teams that are sort of struggling mm-hmm. are the teams that don't have that, that don't have yeah. that sort of grassroots, you know. Yeah, and I know for a fact that the, the A team this year for the for the Pee Wee team, they've won every single game by – at least 30 points so the future looks bright yep yep <laughs> so yeah but, but that, that that is a big deal having it come up i think you're seeing that too you know not to get off on too much of a tangent but i think it's a good conversation because i think you're seeing it in albertville too yes you know that, that's a big deal when you have a program that you want to build you've got to have people at the ground level you know asbury's doing it you know asbury yeah. asbury's got a they, Brilliant, Brilliant they actually, Mountain too. Brilliant yeah, Mountain too. Brindley first year. They're well, not the first year, but it's the first year in a long time that Brindley's finally got some kids coming up through the Pee Wee ranks. But a little bit more on the Douglas game from last week. Um, uh, defense scores a touchdown. Braden Graham gets in the end zone. I it's thought that was fir- awesome. It's the first uh, pick six of the year, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was they, good. To it's, s- they're they're continuing to jail. Mm-hmm. 
You, I mean, you asked me about like things to take away from the game. I mean, that's a big one. Anytime uh, yeah. you score defensive touchdowns, special team touchdowns, th- those are great no matter who you're playing. Well, and you know, the thing too is that we all we can sit here and moan and groan about all the, the talent that was lost off last year's defense because it was a lot. Let's let's be honest. But it's it's awesome to see these new faces and these new names come up and start making plays. And Braden Graham's one of them. I, I've noticed Braden since the Fort Payne Jamboree. That, that first time he got in, I, I noticed him flying around the ball that night. So it's good to see his his hard work finally paying off in the defense scoring. That's right. Uh, yeah, all these guys that we we talked about, kind of, we need people to step up. You know, we lost uh, Harris uh, Williamson from from last year, and you know, a guy like Braden Graham's kind of stepping up and filling mm-hmm. that void that that Williamson uh, leaves from from last season's team. Um, John Davis, you were you were in attendance. The Douglas game. I was. Did you get anything to eat? I, I actually did not. Oh my god! You know our so, friend of the show, Zach Lee, was 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 kind of making uh was joking about you saying that on the air last week. And, but then when we when you said ribeye sandwich, he kind of said it kind of like was taken yeah, aback. Like what ribeye sandwich? It's not a joke. Yeah, the all the home cooking uh was you on did the, that before, right? No, and it was on the uh, home side, and I didn't go over. Oh, there. gotcha. Yeah. Oh, they didn't come and serve the Gunnersville folks. You mean you don't walk around uh, around the field like the young kids do, <laughs> you know, just walking laps, yeah. getting their laps in? Um, <laughs> uh, just a few other things before we go to break here in a minute, uh, just from around the county. Um, Boaz, Boaz wins um, last week. They beat Sardis 28 to nothing, and I guess they probably pulled up at halftime because Boaz probably could have named their score in that game as well. They play Albertville tonight. They should win that game too. Though I should, um, boy, those Aberville folks are fired up about it. Though, let me yeah, tell you, they they, got, they yeah, think they that it, if it was at Boaz, it'd be different. Yeah, uh, it's I, at Aberville. Yeah, I still think Boaz wins that game. Um, I just think I think it's a good game. I think it's a good game. I really do. But I think Which you're probably is. right. Boaz probably a little mm. better at home in a mm. rivalry game. Uh, the Aberville fans, their their whole community's fired up. They think yep. after beating Grissom, they think we're gonna make it two in a row here. So my. Uh, my alma mater up top, Brindley Mountain, the Arab Knights, continue to roll. Four and one on the season. They beat Southside last week, twenty-four to seven, and they play Brewer tonight. So they're they're about to go to five and one. That that win is looking better and better for Gunners. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's yeah. a very quality win. Yeah, um, yeah. Arab's playing really well. They're you know they're going to have their struggles against you know um, you know they're going to have to play Oxford at some point. Arab is. I mean, yeah. They're they're going to finish third probably in that region, which but in a six A region, I mean, good lord. Southside beat Oxford. Oh, never mind. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah, they they could That's finish true. second in their region. And you know, last year they had a pretty good year, and their their reward was to go on the road and play Pinson Valley yeah, and Kool Aid McKinstry <laughs> in the first round, and that did not go very well. But yeah, yeah they uh, they're looking good. They may mm-hmm. they may be able to sneak out a home playoff game. Could you imagine that, Joe? It would uh, be massive. I'll go and tell you. <laughs> playoff game. Extra right bleachers will have to be brought in. Yes. I've seen it happen before. Um, <laughs> and then Douglas plays Glencoe tonight. I think Douglas beats Glencoe tonight. So, I think Douglas is on their way to winning at least five games this year. So, you know, still Coach Lyle's doing a great job at Douglas. Uh, Gunnersville takes care of business last week, as we all expected. Madison County Tigers tonight. We are headed to Gurley, Alabama. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about that Madison County team, and um, we're going to hear a word from our friends at Alpha, and we'll be right back. 
The Three and Out pregame show is presented by Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, specializing in life, auto, home, and business insurance, and determined to cover you at the best possible price. Stop by their office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville. Let them take a look and give you a free quote. It only takes a few minutes and they will get you savings. Trust your hometown Alpha agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, the best agency in the business and big supporters of local high school sports. The First Baptist Church in Gunnersville is more than a place to worship on Sunday. It's a part of our community. And they remind you at First Baptist Church in Gunnersville, there's always room for one more. They welcome the opportunity to have you and your family as guests. From preschoolers to senior adults, there's a place for everyone at Gunnersville First Baptist Church. Located on Gunner Avenue in Gunnersville and proud of all our Wildcat student athletes. Quality Auto Sales wants to wish all the competitors on the field tonight the best of luck. Quality Auto Sales has served the Gunnersville area for over 20 years, and as always, they pledge to finance everyone. They have a vehicle for every type of consumer and even have their own on-site mechanic and paint and body shops. Go Wildcats from Quality Auto Sales, located on top of the mountain between Walmart and Lowe's on Highway 431. ARAB Lumber and Supply is proud support to broadcast to local high school sporting events. ARAB Lumber has a new design showroom with huge selections of siding, bricks, roofing materials, windows, kitchen and bathroom accessories, and much more. And if your house is in tip-top shape, then stop in anyway and shop their hunting equipment. They carry firearms, ammo, and other outdoor goods. ARAB Lumber and Supply, located on the North Brindley Mountain Parkway in ARAB. Family owned and operated for over 35 years. Hi, this is Wes Long. As a former Wildcat, I learned that timing and execution are not only important on the football field, but also in life. Let my law firm help you plan your family's future, whether it's business, succession, wills and trust, or real estate transactions. One day, your athlete on the field will thank you for staying ahead of the game. Go Wildcats! Hello, this is Maury Yancey, President of the Lake Gunnersville Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber of Commerce staff, board, and membership proudly cheer the Wildcats on to victory. When you shop local, you are supporting the future of our young people. The commerce in this community helps provide the taxes to support our city schools. If you are not already a member of the Lake Gunnersville Chamber of Commerce, give us a call or come by our office. Join one of the most active chambers in Alabama and one of the largest for a community our size. The Lake Gunnersville Chamber of Commerce, cheering on the Wildcats. And now, back to the Three and Out pregame show. Welcome back in to the Three and Out pregame show. Let's talk some Madison County Tigers. We're very familiar with this program. What, it was just, what, two, three years ago? This team was in the region um, in 5A. This Gunnersville team is very familiar with Madison County. They've met, they've met 21 times. Um, tonight will be the 21st meeting. Gunnersville actually owns the series. It's 17, uh, 17 wins, three losses for Gunnersville in this series. Madison County comes in three and two tonight. Uh, they beat Boaz earlier in the season, so they, this, these two teams do have a like opponent. Uh, Madison County, when you watch them on film, very similar to what you expect when you see a Madison County football team. Big, athletic, uh, just kind of one of those teams that just consistent. 
is the best way I think you can put it when it comes to talent. Yeah, always always had athletes, um, and they sort of developed. I'm actually surprised to see it at 17 and three. I mean, I thought that they had beaten us a few more times too. in the past, but uh, I mean, but there in the 2000s, there were some big uh, games between these mm-hmm. two teams. And I know when I played basketball, this was it, it sort of developed into a rivalry because they were in our area mm-hmm. all the time. Um, now, you know, not an area game, uh, you know, just a, a what you, I guess you call non-conference, non-region game. Um, but it is it, it has developed into a little bit of a rivalry. Um, but t- I guess tough to say the ne- the word rivalry when it's seventeen to three. But yeah. it but they but when we've won in the past, uh, other than last year, it's been it, yeah. they've been close games. Last year was a forty four to ten victory for for Gunnersville, but it, you're right, it's been close. I mean that we just lost in two thousand eighteen to them. Right, and then Jordan, I think it was Jordan Bentley's yes. junior or senior year. We went on the road and he had. I was I was six touchdowns. It was right. So I was covering that game. I was working for the for the advertiser Gleam at the time, and I was covering that game. And uh, there's a there's a handful of games that I'll always remember covering, the Fog game being one of them for the Albertville game that one night. That's one of them too. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that in my life. And you got to remember that Madison County team sent two kids to Division One college. Right. One of them went to LSU. I can't remember the kid's name. It's been six years ago now when that happened. One of them went to LSU. The other one I think ended up going to JSU or something. Regardless. That Madison County team had two college football players on it. And I, I was just shocked <laughs> at what Jordan Bentley did in that first half against Madison County that night. It was like 235, I think, in the first half. But that will always stick out in my mind. So, sorry, Madison County, but that's why well, I always remember Madison County. Well, they've always, just like you said going, going into this segment, they've always had athletes. Mm. I remember one of the – fastest guys I ever guarded in basketball oh, yeah. played for Madison County. And not only was he like ran a four four forty yard dash, I think he had a thirty four on the ACT. Too. Of so <laughs> he was he an was all around guy. But but yeah, I think I think though they struggle a little bit. They are a smaller school. They are a four A school. Um and then when they were in five A they were a small five A. Um they they struggle a little bit I think sometimes with depth. Uh you know, you look at the the roster, and they've got five guys playing both ways. Mm-hmm. And we saw what happened to Fairview when they had five guys playing both ways. Yeah, they looked great in the first half, but then that third quarter hits, and you start to have guys, you know, get a little tired, and we're able to take advantage of it. So if, if there's one big, I guess, advantage to me kind of across the board with Gunnersville Athletics, it would be depth compared to them. A little oh, yeah. bit bigger school, a lot more talent to draw from. And, you know, you may see that in the second half if this, if this game is close yeah, towards halftime. Yeah, I mean, well, it's Cooper and Brandon, right? Right. Are the only two right. that play both ways. And now apparently from, from what I'm hearing, Miller Miller did play some last week he against did. Douglas. He did. Um, I think we're, we should – we'll probably see a, a little bit more of an extended role for Miller tonight. I would think so. Yeah. That's one of those kids I – don't, I don't know how they're keeping him off the field. Because I, I tell you – I he's, think he's still rehabbing through – I mean – I mean, to me, I think they might have to like lock his ankle yeah. to the to the bench <laughs> to keep him off the field. Well, Miller's one of those guys. You know, the only person that's going to tell you, the only person that's going to let you know how severe his injury was is Doctor Bogus. Miller's not going to let you know. Right. You know, Miller's one of those guys. He's he's not going he, he's not going to be walking around talking about how bad he's hurt. So it's going to take. You know, it it'll probably be a game time decision again tonight. I bet they limit him again tonight just to be safe because it's a pretty significant injury. Um, 
And on top of the fact, you know, Coach Reese has talked about getting his respiratory shape back in, yeah, back where it needs to be. Because I mean, oh, that's always yeah, yeah that's always games. a consideration. Yeah, I mean, you've basically missed four games. Yeah, you know, I mean, I know he's played some sparingly, but I think I think tonight might be the night to kind of build that up a little bit. Yeah. You might see a little bit more out of him, see him, mm-hmm. you know, come out on certain downs to yeah. take a breather and all that, and get him in a little bit more. I personally don't think Anderson's going to have trouble tonight. Uh, I think I that, think the last two games, on top of the Arab win, has really has really really got this team in a in a good spot defensively. I think they're playing very good. I know they just played Douglas and Crossville, but I, I just I don't know. I, I see this going like a thirty-five to twenty kind of game. Okay. Okay. It's write, that, sca- write that down. Yeah, I know. It's kind of scary how close he is on his predictions. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, the the only thing that I'd be worried about, and, and you know, maybe Coach Trace is a little worried about this, is the players kind of getting into a lull after playing mm-hmm. a few, you know, kind of down, like, you know, teams that aren't at their level. Um, you know, because Madison County's not Douglas yeah. and, and Crossville. They're better. They'll, they'll have a lot more talent. Hey, on the you know, field. there's could be a thing, too, where they're they're excited to play a game like this. Yes, I mean, I you know Madison County is always a game you get excited for. It doesn't matter really if they're if they're not good or not. It's it says Madison County on the right. schedule. Right, you know what I mean. And you know, going going over there is always tough to play at Gurley. Um, it's not the easiest of trips to get over there. So, but like I said, I, I expect them to come out with a win tonight, um, and I think they're just going to continue to roll. Thirty-five twenty. Write that down. Gunnersville wins the game tonight. All right. Uh, we are going to take another break. Um, and so it is. We're going to take, and so it is. And we're going to take one more break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about college football. We had a crazy weekend last weekend. Um, another bit of a dull weekend coming up for this weekend, but but nonetheless, last weekend was a lot of fun when it comes to college football. We'll talk about that when we come back. Uh, stay with us. It's the Three and Out pregame show. We'll be right back. The Three and Out pregame show is presented by Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry specializing in life, auto, home, and business insurance, and determined to cover you at the best possible price. Stop by their office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville. Let them take a look and give you a free quote. It only takes a few minutes and they will get you savings. Trust your hometown Alpha agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, the best agency in the business and big supporters of local high school sports. Water is a big quality of life factor in Gunnersville, and not just because of Lake Gunnersville. At the Gunnersville Water Board, we make sure every home and business can count on excellent water quality at reasonable rates. And thanks to continuous investment in the latest treatment technology, we stand ready to serve customers with unsurpassed quality of life for decades to come. For more information on the Gunnersville Water Board, including fast and easy online bill paying, please visit GunnersvilleWater.com. Winslow's Oyster House near Gunnersville High School at the foot of the mountain is proud to be a Wildcat supporter. They specialize in Gulf Coast seafood, including shrimp, oysters, and fresh fish. Also, all of your favorites like crab legs, steaks, and pasta, and much more, including a delicious lunch menu with all of your seafood favorites, plus things like great salads, fish tacos, burgers, and pull boys, all at Winslow's Oyster House, foot of the mountain in Gunnersville. This is Jay Myers with H&H Construction of North Alabama. As a former Wildcat and lifelong resident of Gunnersville, I want to wish all of our athletes the best of luck tonight. The same way you can count on GHS to perform great on the field, H&H Construction will always deliver quality work and exceed your expectations. We're a local, full-service construction company and can handle all your roofing, remodeling, and restoration needs. 
give us a call at 256-677-5692. And remember, H&H Construction, proud supporters of Wildcat football. This is Pastor Ricky Smith of Gunnersville First United Methodist Church. I hope you'll join me and the congregation for our Sunday morning worship service live on WTWX this Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Hey everybody, this is Michael Wilder, youth pastor at Gunnersville First United Methodist Church. I just want to take a minute to invite all junior and senior high students to come hang out and worship with us on Wednesday nights from 6 until 8 p.m. with our youth group, Momentum Student Ministries. And remember that you are loved by God and go Wildcats. Bonds Appliance, longtime supporters of Guntersville Athletics. Bonds Appliance has proudly served Guntersville for over 36 years, so remember to make them your first stop for all your home appliance and lawn and garden needs. They carry the same great brands as those big box stores, but offer friendly and personal down-home service. And they deliver, install, and service everything they sell. Located on 1415 Gunter Ave in Guntersville. Go Wildcats from everyone at Bonds Appliance. And now, back to the three and out pregame show. Hey, we're back in. It's the three and out pregame show. Let's talk about some college football. So last weekend, um, Alabama gets out of the swamp by a hair. And then Auburn has a chance to win in Happy Valley. Um, kind of squanders it a little bit. But uh, let's talk about Alabama first. You know, that game starts, and I, we were all texting, and <laughs> easy money, free money, all this stuff. It's 21-3 to 3 going into the second quarter, and it just looked like business as usual. I, honestly, I was I was stunned at how the ease of scoring. And then exactly what Zach Ross said last week, if Florida can run the ball consistently, they'll be in the game, and that's exactly what they did. I did what it, they and, did. And, and I'll say I didn't expect them to do it. I didn't mm-hmm. expect, uh, and uh, you know, Coach Saban even said after the game that they weren't prepared for some of the things that that Florida did. They weren't prepared for the speed option with Emory Jones. Um, so I'm sure there was some pretty heated meetings in the uh, coaches' room yeah. on Monday about preparation because it's you know how I many how many times how many times we've we seen that out of Alabama where they come up with a big lead and then second half they kind of just go through the motions but then they still end up in, end up winning by 20 or 30 because the other team's already quit. Yeah, it's almost, well, Florida didn't quit. Yeah, it's honestly been this season too. It's been really odd. This is the that's the third game, fourth game in a row that's happened. I saw third a game. I saw a stat. These numbers aren't exact. Um it was something like in the first half Alabama's like 70 or 80 to 12. Mhm to their opponents. Second half, it was like 44 to 44. Yeah. 34 to 34, something like that. Like exactly tied in the second half with Miami, Florida, and Mercer. When did you start losing your mind? About <laughs> – Oh. Because I'll tell you exactly when I lost my mind. When we uh, – so it was 21-16. You're talking about I, coming when, off, getting off the goal – Florida getting off the goal line? Right. Yeah, that's when I left. That's when I had to change oh, rooms. Yeah. That ninety yeah. that ninety nine yard yeah. drive, and but, then also yeah. Slade Bolden dropping the wide oh, open pass oh, in the end zone. Oh, but I will Slade. say, you know, they got it twenty one sixteen, right? And then we scored, mm-hmm. and then they got it twenty eight twenty three. Yeah, we get the ball back. It was just a field goal, yeah. but we still scored. Yeah, you know, every time the offense had to answer, yeah, oh, with yeah, something no. they answered. That but, that is the big thing that I think that's a huge takeaway from the game is that when and Saban said this in the in the post game on the field. Um, when the offense had to answer, they did. Right. Uh, and that's a huge deal. 
That's a huge deal coming up in two weeks. I know we got Southern Miss oh, tomorrow, yeah. but y'all, I'm telling you right now, Ole Miss. Ole Miss football team, <laughs> Lane Kiffin has got this thing rolling. And, I mean, last year, they, they had Bama beat last year on several – they just couldn't – couldn't stop couldn't anybody. stop out yeah that, that was it it was kind of the the team that uh you know the Ole Miss made a made a big miscue in the late in the game yeah and it was pretty much whoever had the ball last was gonna win and I've heard people say well you know last year so Bama can they just outscore them this year difference is and I know this offense team there's talent on this team this year for Alabama on offense but uh last year Mac Jones Devontae Smith Jalen Waddle Najee Harris yeah I mean you don't just replace those guys and in games like this, and back to the Florida game real quick, I think that's that's the thing to take away is that when the offense had to answer, Bryce was able to move the offense and get that answer. But, yeah, when, when Florida completed that third and ten off the goal line, I, the, I, I, I left the room. I had to change scenery. I had to go to the basement. Alabama's defense and Saban are always the best when they make teams one-dimensional. And mm-hmm. I talked about that last week. It's yeah. making making Florida one-dimensional, making them pass. Couldn't make them pass. I mean, they ran for yeah, 250 yards. Mm-hmm. And that's just – I mean, we were seeing missed tackles. We were seeing – you know, Alabama looked very similar to some of these teams that we see – in uh, you know uh, missing tackles and yeah. other games that you know Alabama fans aren't typically used to. So yeah, the, I, w- I would imagine over this week uh, being 45 point favorites against Southern Miss, mm-hmm. they're going to get back to the basics, work on tackling, you this know, work work on the fundamentals of the game. Important game Saturday. Oh yeah. They, they I mean they need a they confidence need to play boost four a little bit. Quarters. Yes. They need to play four quarters. So, you know, even if it's Paul Tyson in there. So this is a, a I'm a I'm a Twitter guy just for you know going yeah. through and reading. Yeah. I don't really tweet much. But right. This guy put, Bryce has started three games. Yeah. Robinson and McClellan are now getting more carries than they've ever gotten. Mm-hmm. Mechie is um, wide receiver one for the first time. O-line has three new starters. Billingsley isn't even playing 50% of the snaps yet, no. which is a whole other conversation. Brand new offensive coordinator, and we're still scoring 30-plus points. Oh, yeah. So yeah. everybody needs to just yeah. relax. Chill out a little bit. Let's mm-hmm. get to Ole Miss, and let's see, you know, hopefully there'll be a nice – atmosphere there 2:30 kickoff yeah. of cbs in a couple weeks but let's talk about those auburn tigers happy valley the wide out and i was so happy to see all these auburn fans wearing orange did you oh yeah yeah the, okay so <laughs> that I, was my I don't favorite know if you've thing seen about it, it but it's a it's a still shot now but i saw it live oh the bama guy the bama guy oh yes right in the middle of it <laughs> of course had to had to be wearing red yeah, right, right there in the big alabama the shirt bammer, the bammer shows up you know, to happy valley <laughs> <laughs> Auburn could have won that game. Oh, 100%. oh um, absolutely. At halftime, I said Auburn's going to come out and win there this were, game. There were some miscues. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there were a couple of – there was that one referee mistake when it was really second down, but the th- the marker on the field said third down, so they actually punted on third down. Um, yep. Yeah, Penn State did. And Penn, Penn State – Penn State's a top ten team. Okay, I mean, I'm seeing all this love for Penn State after they beat Auburn by being a top five team. Somebody had them number one. No, no, I've watched this game – twice now Penn State is not a top five they're they're a solid top 10 team um but no yeah they're not Auburn, a playoff top team Auburn at halftime I said Auburn gets the ball back 17-14 they're they're about to come out here and, and take the lead and, and they're gonna they're gonna finish this game off because I know I knew that once if they could get a lead Penn State playing from behind is not is not advantageous for them at all. And then when you've got a guy like Tank Bigsby to start milking that clock if you have a lead. But I didn't predict the variable of the 
reverse wide receiver pass <laughs> to start the third quarter that ended up being a turnover, which led to a Penn State. That's really what changed the game completely. Can, can I make a confession? Yes. I, I did not think that Auburn was going to be very good this year, and they've 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 surprised me. I mean, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm on – I guess I'm say, I'm going to say like they are capable. They are literally capable of going an 11 and 1. Do I think that ultimately happens? No, just because it's so competitive in the SEC mm-hmm. West. You've got Alabama at home. That's an advantage. You've got to play Georgia. You've got to play uh, Ole Miss, who's looking better. Yeah. Arkansas is looking better. They got LSU at LSU next week in an 8 p.m. night and game Mississippi in Death State's Valley. Not bad. Mississippi Mi- State's defense is really good. I mean, Auburn season could go anywhere from like six and six, seven and five, uh-huh. all the way up to 11 and one, and nothing would really shock me because they have the talent, yeah. and it seems like they, you know. I mean, they have the ability, and they've changed the culture around a little bit. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not the high school, you know, the the trick plays and they the, look all that stuff. To, to me, just their yeah. demeanor looks different, right? And the way they look, sure, with Gus Malzahn, sure, they look. It's it's much more business like now. Yeah, under Harson's, and I got to tell you, that's that's impressive to be able to do that. And just what he's not even been there for. A calendar year yet. oh yeah yeah he doesn't um, have any of the players that really that he recruited there um maybe yeah. just a handful i would say the the season. auburn's probably missing on offense they're missing that one guy that one vertical um yeah. threat they're missing a seth williams a duke johnson on the outside right now i think that's what's going to hamper them on offense down the road because tank and dark west hunter can only do so much on the ground which by the way is one of the best duos in the sec when it comes to running backs and when you're when they're on the road you'll see a lot of teams stack the box mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. try to stop the run and dare Bo Nix to beat them one-on-one yeah. and uh you know now in Jordan Hare you're not going to want to do that because Bo Nix plays like he's you know the I personally I <laughs> the personally, best opera quarterback I, ever it's, that, could, it's the magic that's just over that stadium yes. <laughs> never seen anything like it I could have I could have egg on my face for this next week but I I, I kind of think Auburn struggles tomorrow I don't think they lose to Georgia State. Georgia State's a quality team I for a Georgia small State school. Covers honestly, and here's why: I think that emotion of coming off Happy Valley, you got LSU next week. Right. It's it's a perfect time to have a little bit of a lull. Uh, that game kicks off at 3 p.m. though, uh, right here tomorrow on 95.9 WTWX. Uh, pre-game will start at noon, um, and they'll lead you right up to the game against Georgia State. I do think it ends up being a little bit closer of a game than maybe Vegas is telling us. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the line is on that. If I had to guess, I bet it's Auburn 28, probably. 27, right. 28, something like that. At least four scores. Yeah, I, I figure that's probably going to be a little bit closer because, like you said, Georgia State's not, not a terrible – this same team that beat Tennessee two years ago. Right. Um They've gotten better and better. They're over there playing in the uh, twenty-seven, twenty-seven, the old brave, the old Turner Field. They're over there yeah, playing in the, <laughs> they uh, are, yeah. the old Brave Stadium. Yeah. Well, good better. deal. Well, like, like I said, last last weekend of college football was awesome. Um, you know, we're looking forward to tomorrow, which is a little bit of a, a a lull as far as who the opponents go for Alabama and Auburn, but they're both still really important games because of what's coming up for both teams. So, game of the day. Game of the day tomorrow's got to be. Uh, you got Wisconsin, Notre Dame, A and M, Arkansas, A and M, Arkansas, two. Oh, I like that game too. of the day. Mm-hmm. But A and M has not been as impressive nah. as I think people thought they were going to be. Woo pig, but baby. That's that, in that's in Arlington too, right? In hey, Arlington, Jerry World. Listen, they win that game. Arkansas wins this game tomorrow. 
and we can stop talking about how oh, well, Arkansas is having a nice <laughs> little year. Look at old Arkansas. <laughs> they, they beat A and M tomorrow, and we're talking about is this team going to finish second in the West? Yeah. Are they going to win the West? <laughs> I mean, Alabama's got to go to to Fayetteville. Yes. As my Bill King guy up in Nashville, I listen to all the time. Um, as he calls Fayetteville, he calls it a Fayetteville. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. But anyway. Tough place Ar- to play. I've been there Arkansas before. at Jerry Will tomorrow. Yes. Against A&M. Mm-hmm. Next week at Georgia. Yeah. No, yeah. Arkansas without a doubt has the toughest schedule in the country, and, yeah. they're, and they're navigating it. Then at Ole Miss. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nuts. That's going to be tough. That, yeah. That'll be really telling. If you want to talk about yeah. challenging for second, we'll yeah, know after those sure. two And then weeks. they come home and host Auburn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, this is brutal. It's nuts. brutal. It's nuts. That's our college football talk. Uh, this is the three and out pregame show. We thank y'all so much for joining us. When we come back, we're going to visit with Coach Reese and wrap things up. Um, we will be right back. The three and out pregame show is presented by Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, specializing in life, auto, home, and business insurance, and determined to cover you at the best possible price. Stop by their office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville. Let them take a look and give you a free quote. It only takes a few minutes, and they will get you savings. Trust your hometown Alpha agents, Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, the best agency in the business and big supporters of local high school sports. It's football time in Alabama. I'm Robert Adderholt. And I'm Caroline Adderholt. I'll be checking the scores on my high school, Haleville High School, Go Lions. Jeff Davis High School in Montgomery for me. Go Volunteers. But no matter which team you support on Fridays, when we stand on conservative principles, it's a win for everyone. I'm Robert Adderholt, and I approve this message. Paid for by Adderholt for Congress. Gunnersville's Church of Christ at 800 Gunner Avenue is so proud to support the Gunnersville Wildcats. The Church of Christ is a loving, friendly church in the city. They're a congregation of Christ that welcomes all visitors and follows the teachings of Jesus. Find out more about the Gunnersville Church of Christ on their Facebook page. And the Gunnersville Church of Christ certainly supports the Gunnersville Wildcats Clay Irrigation and Landscape, proud supporters of Friday Night Football. Clay Irrigation is locally based in the Gunnersville area, and you can always count on the unmatched quality and workmanship they built their reputation on over 25 years ago. Beyond routine landscape services, they also offer irrigation, sprinkler systems, lighting, stonework, designing, and so much more. Beautiful work you'll enjoy for a lifetime. Give them a call at 505-0781. And go Cats! From everyone at Clay Irrigation. The Electric Board of Gunnersville works hard to provide reliable electric service to our residential, commercial, and industrial customers. Please visit our website at gunnersvilleelectric.com for a variety of convenient bill pay options and let TVA's Energy Right Solutions help guide you on smarter options about the ways you use energy as well as tips on how to save money. Go Wildcats! From everyone at the Electric Board of Gunnersville. Hampton Inn on Lake Gunnersville would like to wish all the student-athletes of GHS the best of luck this season. We are locally owned and operated and proud to offer all the amenities and conveniences of home. Need event space for your next gathering? Call or visit us online. We are located on Highway 431 next to the high school, overlooking beautiful Lake Gunnersville. Go Wildcats! From everyone at Lake Gunnersville Hampton Inn.
And now, this week's interview with Guntersville head coach Lance Reese, brought to you by Foodland Plus in Guntersville. The home folks who are sponsors of the Coach Lance Reese show each week congratulate the Wildcats on the good season they got going there. Congratulations, Coach Reese, from all your friends at Foodland across the street in the high school where the autumn savings sale is on now. Thanks, Coach Reese and Wildcats from Foodland. Welcome into the Coach Lance Reese Show. Thank you all again for being with us for another week. Uh, Coach, you know, another kind of same thing what y'all did against Crossville. You turned around and did it. Douglas, too, you took care of business pretty quickly last week. Yeah, we did, and we we talked about getting out of the gate and getting a, a good start. Uh, you know, Douglas team that had won some games, and they've got confidence. They're definitely improved. Coach Lyles and his staff has done a good job. But when you're playing a team like that, it's important to kind of jump on them early uh, because we knew if they stayed in the game in the second half, they'd really fight us hard. So proud of our offense and defense. Uh, I do think that Douglas has got uh, more wins in the future. We just kind of jumped on them early, but. You can tell, you know, they got a good crowd there. Their stadium looks nice and stuff like that. So you, you can tell they're taking a lot of pride in their program right now. Seemed like uh, Cole and Cole McCarty and Brandon Fusell were uh, <laughs> they were kind of in sync together Friday night, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Cole uh, has been really throwing the ball well, and then uh, uh, sales got a, a lot of speed, so we were able to get behind their secondary. Anytime you're doing that, uh, obviously your offensive line's got to be giving you time to throw. So. Uh, we're really scoring quick. We had to make an effort to get the ball to Pate late just to get him a just to get him a few carries. But we were we were scoring quick, and then Cole had a big like fifty yard touchdown run too, yep. which is good to see him get more involved in the offense. Uh, talk about the defensive side. Obviously, you guys pitched a shutout basically to the end of the game. So you know how to pick six. Just just talk a little bit about the defense. Yeah, Douglas came out in a little bit of an unbalanced power top set that we had not seen. So they did a good job adjusting to that. Uh, Coach Thomas has done a good job as coordinator over on that side of the ball. Then uh, Braden Graham, uh, who's a who's a senior, he had a pick six, and Braden's a, a guy that. Uh, really had been playing JV and a lot of scout team ball, and then he's kind of waited for his opportunity, and now as a senior, uh, he's done a great job for us. Glad to see him get a touchdown. He's also contributing on special teams. So uh, anytime you've got a senior that waits that long to play, you're happy to see them find success. Yeah, and, you know, talking about, you know, obviously last year's defense, ton of talent on that side and, and a ton of talent that left, but, but you're seeing guys like – a Braden Graham come up. It, it's got to be fun as a coach to, to see some of these new guys start really making an an impact. Yeah, it is. Any anytime you've got new new faces out there, you like to see them have an opportunity to not only to make plays but see how they improve. A lot of time, those guys improve more from game one to game ten than others because they're they're new. So uh, good to see them having success, and uh, just got to keep it keep it going next week. Tonight. We're going to take on a familiar face, um, Madison County. They're not a region opponent this year, but they are. You know, they are in 4A. They're always a, a one of these one of these schools in the area that are always good. Uh, you got to enjoy playing a game like this. Yeah, we felt like uh, looking at uh, making the schedule. I wanted to keep Madison County in there if possible because they do have a lot of athletes and a lot of speed. And then, uh, you know, when we get, we know that when we get in the playoffs, we're going to eventually see a team with great speed like we did last year with uh, with Pleasant Grove. So this is going to be a kind of a good measuring stick. We know we didn't handle speed and athleticism well uh, to start the season off with Hanley, and now here we are in the middle of the season. We've got a team with a lot of speed and athleticism like Madison County. So uh, 
hopefully we'll be able to turn on the film and see a lot of improvement. Uh, can we expect, you know, what we're used to out of Madison County when it comes to, you know, especially on the offensive side of the ball? Yeah, they've got a, a quarterback that is back that has tremendous speed, and they've got uh, they got four or five skilled guys that can really go. One thing you've got to work on is uh, just kicking off to them. Their kickoff return dangerous. They bring one back usually every game. I know against Bo, – Boaz lost a close one to them, and, and mm-hmm. Madison County ran off the opening kickoff. So, uh, goodness, you sure don't want to give off big plays, let them return a punt or return a kickoff. And uh, how are we looking on the injury front? Is there any, any COVID issues we need to report, anything like that? No, uh, I think everybody's back this week, and then uh, we're still playing uh, Miller Cutner more and more. He played a quarter last week, which mm-hmm. is the most he had played. So hopefully he's going to continue to have a big impact on our defense because, uh, gosh, we were expecting such a big year out of Miller. And uh, as he gains more confidence with that bad arm, I think you're just going to see him continue to play well. How's he doing with his conditioning? I know you mentioned about two weeks ago, you know, the, the respiratory conditioning is, is a big deal when you when you take a break. Yeah, we've uh, – Coach Letts coaches the defensive end. So when we're working on offense, he takes Miller and a couple guys and just does some agility-type drills with them, trying to get him back in that shape that he was actually before the season started. Good deal. And, and just wanted to touch real base there, touch real quick on – you know, your special teams so far. You know, I, I feel like you guys have, have done a good job, especially with the extra point game. Just, you know, talk a little bit about the kicking game. And and like you just said a minute ago, it's going to be important in this game tonight. Sure. Tristan Palacios is um, – he, he's a senior, but he kicked a lot for us last year as a, as a JV guy. And um, he's done really well on his extra points. We drove down and kind of kicked a field goal to end uh, the first half. Last week, people might have wondered what we were doing. But anytime you've got, you can put yourself in a situation where you're in a kind of a two-minute drill. We knew we wanted to either end that drive with a touchdown, couldn't get in the end zone. We had the field goal team ready to run out there quick. That was good. That was really mm-hmm. good practice for us. So that was great to to end the first half like that. And then uh, this week, you know, you can't just kick off deep every time against. It's kind of like petting a snake. Eventually, you're yeah. going to get bit by a team like Madison County. So, he's going to have to do a great job not only kicking well, but kicking with uh, putting it where we need to do so that we can uh, have better coverage on those kickoffs. Good deal, Coach. We appreciate it as always. Best of luck tonight. All right. Thank you. Fans, let's remind you once again of those autumn-saving sales that are going on at Foodland across from high school. Coke or Dr. Pepper products this week. Three six-packs of half-liter bottles, only $11. See what I mean about savings? You betcha. We really do have autumn savings for you at Foodland this week. Come shop Foodland across from the high school. You'll save, you'll see. You've been listening to the Coach Reese interview, sponsored by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville. Kickoff is only minutes away. that was coach reese um you know obviously he's excited about what happened last week um against douglas he should be that was, that was a good win they've taken care of business um taken care of business two weeks in a row and uh you know i think uh, tonight at madison county is always one of those tricky games they will go too girly tonight so if you're taking the trip um you know up and over grant mountain just just be safe it's it's always a bit of a not that not the easiest of trips <laughs> to get to madison county to say the least, but it is going to be a beautiful night for some high school football, so if you can, get out and go enjoy it. If this game comes down to defensive stops 
and obviously we'll see we'll see what Miller Kuttner does if he's going to play the whole game or not. Um, regardless, I think this team is gelled much better on the defensive side of the ball. You got guys like you know like we talked about earlier, Braden Graham coming up and making some plays, and obviously that defensive line with with Almir Lorenzo and then the experience and the back end of it. I think if this defense can string together some stops and put their offense on the field in good spots, good field, make it a good field position game, uh, I think in the end, Gunnersville pulls away. I'm sticking with my uh, prediction from earlier in the game. I think 35-20 to 20 is how Gunnersville ends up winning this game tonight to improve to 4-5-1. and one. To improve to 5-1, and one. I can't believe we're six games into the season already, but uh, here we are. Um, Please be careful if you're headed to the game tonight. And thank you all so much for joining us again. This has been the 3 and Out pregame show uh, for Zach Ross and John Davis Rawlings. I'm Joe Cagle. Uh, as always, it's so good to come to you guys once a week and talk about some high school and college football right here on WTWX. Until next week, take care of yourself, take care of each other, and uh, we will talk to you next week, and we'll, uh, we'll break down everything that happened tonight and tomorrow. See you then.